It's often a bit mystifying how brands can go viral overnight. Sometimes they make it big, and other times they crash and burn. Is the road to brand fame and a bump to the bottom line worth the risk? I'm Alexis. And I'm Melissa. And we're just a little obsessed with these marketing moments. So join us as we break down the craziest and the coolest, most random brand stunts and campaigns from how the idea sparked to how the heck they pulled it off or didn't. And of course, will it stick? (laughs) Hey, good morning. Okay, good morning. (laughs) How are you? I'm fabulous. Other than the fucking Legos everywhere around my house. <laughs> I know. It, I was here yesterday, and it, there was Legos everywhere, and she claims that they were all cleaned up last night, and somehow between the hours of 6 a.m. and 6.20 a.m., it got destroyed again. <laughs> and it's three rooms, if you look at it. I don't know. It's impossible. Boys. Well, Melissa, today I have some fun stuff to talk about. Ooh, Okay. But I'm going to start with a funny story that I'm not sure I ever told you. Really? I feel like I know everything about you. Like, I think you, I don't think it's possible to surprise me. Okay. This one is pretty funny. Okay. Okay. Try me. Have I ever shared my like sophomore year Palm Springs trip experience with you? I need more context to remember if you have. Okay. Well, let me just paint a little picture. Dar used to have a house in Palm Springs. Okay, real quick. Who's Dar for everyone who doesn't okay, know? Okay, Dar is Dar the Great, the famous Dar, my grandma. She's like an icon in Pasadena. Yes, and she is like, has a full bar in her house. She is the her hostess of the mostest. Her carpeting is teal. She, in every room of the house, she has the big glass bottles of like liquor and like dispensers that you can like pump. So just in case you like need a refill, any room you go into, she's kind of like the most interesting woman in the world. Yes. But like a female version. She wears moo's that are just That she's money. handmade herself. <laughs> <laughs> that match her curtains. Like I just... I have so much love for her. So, but Dar's a party animal for, you don't know, I mean, Dar. I mean, if the pumps didn't give it away. (laughs) Yeah. So like Dar has always been the host. She's always had house in Havasu, Palm Springs, and she's just like the life of the party. Wherever there's a party in Dar can be there, she's there. So she had a house in Palm Springs that she actually sold, but me and my girlfriends loved going to Palm Springs. So I was adamant for my, I think, 17th birthday I wanted to go back to Palm Springs and my birthday's in June. And I was like, let's go stay at the Marriott. It's a fun hotel. And my mom was like, yes, I'll take you and six girls. And of course, Dar was like, oh, I'll join. Absolutely. I don't think I invited her, but you know, she she came. came. Yeah. So of course we're thinking like, we're going to do the normal thing like we used to do when we go to Palm Springs, walk the strip, meet guys. Like (laughs) back in the day, like Palm Springs, like all these fancy cars would like drive up and down the strip in high school, every age group. And we'd pick up teenage boys, fake names, you know, all the whole deal. You were probably Desiree. I was, I think like Bridget or Kelly. Yeah. I had like (laughs) Saved by the Bell names. (laughs) And then, like, our typical daytime thing was, like, hang by the pool and also try to meet boys. Yeah. Because we were, like, Which boy is, crazy. What else do you do when yeah. you're 16? So, you know, we go to the hotel, and we were so excited for this, like, fun week. And we walk in, and immediately, like, our jaws drop, We're and our eyes are, like, so big. There are hundreds 
of the hottest men around. What? I'm getting the chills thinking about it because I remember being like, oh my God, we have arrived. At the Jabe of Marriott? Yeah, we're like, we, is this a model convention? Like that's was what we like thought. Was it like a hot guy convention? Yes, it was. So <laughs> we're like looking around and we're just like, oh my God. We're like picking out who's our guy. And it was like age ranges probably from like early 20s to like 30, late yeah, 30s, yeah. right? And of course- Too old for you at 16, but okay. But we're, we're 16 and 17 and we're like, yeah, <laughs> like dream. And we're just like, like I said, like picking whose guys ours, whatever. So we check in and my mom is like, so what's going on this weekend? And the clerk, you know, she says, oh, it's the pride celebration. Oh, it was all gay guys. And, Which but, I guess that's fun too. Well, we didn't know Pride, so we're just still, we're, and we're in a zone. We're like just in awe with the guys, okay? And so my mom was just starts cracking up. She ends up running into one of her friends from Disney who turned gay, left his wife, turned gay. He didn't probably didn't turn gay. He probably was gay the well, whole time. you know what I mean. Left his wife for a man. And still, we, we were, we're delirious. We're still just looking at the guys. So we were like, this is going to be so fun. So we get in the elevator. We're like ready to go to the, get our suits on, go to the pool, get up to the room. We're looking out the window at the pool and we're like, yes, hot guys. Oh, we're <laughs> like, oh, now they have no shirts on. So we're like picking everyone out. And then all of a sudden, Jennifer Caulfield, oh, oh my God. Oh my God. And we're like, what? She goes, they're kissing. Oh, oh, oh my God. They weren't just kissing. One guy like fully went down on the other guy. Like, oh my gosh, right at, the, at pool. the pool? And we're like, oh my God. And my mom just starts <laughs> busting up. She's like, well, girls, you thought you were in heaven, but none of these guys want anything to do with you. It's pride. <laughs> this is a gay convention. So we're like, oh, we like, it just like took all the wind out of our sails. <sighs> like we're so defeated. And we go to put our bathing suits on and we're like moping around. And then I feel like one, per- I think Holly was like, well, at least we can look at them. They still have hot bodies. And we're like, okay, we'll look <laughs> that fixed it for you. <laughs> Fix everything. So like we go outside, we lay by the pool and it's like bumping, you know, like the celebration, yeah. the flags, all of a sudden Dar disappears. Oh no, I forgot she was there actually for a yeah. minute. <laughs> all of a sudden Dar disappears. And we thought she was just like going to the bar to get drinks. Nope. There's a big circle dance. Dar's in the middle. They're <laughs> doing the flags. Dar's dancing. Like, legit. <laughs> she's got, like, this, this like, ribbon thing. Like, this Like streamer. a ribbon dancer? <laughs> yeah, and she's, like, flowing it around. And my mom is so freaking mortified. She's like, that is not my mom. And, of course, I'm like, coolest grandma ever. <laughs> and she's, like, in her 60s at this point, right? So yeah. she's, like, having fun. She comes back, and she's got her flag. She's got her cocktail. She's like, and they gave me a CD. <laughs> I wish I could just have been there. I mean, it was probably the best birthday weekend ever because, <laughs> and then we literally just ended up staring at all these guys' bodies and dancing our hearts out. But oh really just God. like that dar moment, like I can close my eyes and picture her in the middle of like this, and everyone was wearing white and then rainbows. Mm-hmm. So like the whole ensemble and then Dar's got her little moo-moo in there. It was just, <laughs> you know. Oh my, I always forget that your birthday is in Pride Month. Yeah. That's so amazing. It's like the best month. Yeah. After digging in, so today we're going to talk about Pride campaigns. Yes! I've been hoping we would do this. Yes. Amazing. So for those of you who don't know what Pride is or how it started, I'll just give a quick overview. Mm -hmm. So Pride is a celebration of people coming together in love and friendship to show how far the LGBTQ rights have come and how... In some places, 
there's still some work to be done. Yeah, for so, sure. And again, if you don't know, LGBTQ plus. plus stands for lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, plus, plus, plus. All, there's else. a lot of things, yeah. Yeah. And you probably knew that, like, the pride was represented by the rainbow flag. Yeah. And it was actually created in 1978 by an artist, Gilbert Baker, and it's actually used as a symbol of the LGBTQ pride. Okay. But I didn't know that each color on the flag had its own meaning. Oh, I didn't know that, no. Yeah, so it's mostly a six-color flag. Red is symbolic of life. Mm -hmm. Orange is symbolic of spirit. Yellow is sunshine, green is nature, and blue represents harmony, Oh, and purple is spirit. I love it. So in the original eight-colored flag, hot pink was actually included to represent sex and turquoise to represent magic and art. Ooh, why are they gone now? I don't know. I like pink and turquoise, and I, I like know. sex and art. I know, me too. <laughs> they should just have the, the hot pink just, and turquoise. Yeah, let's just make a sexy <laughs> art flag. <laughs> Okay, we can create our own. Okay. And so there's been many variations of the flag. And actually in 2021, the flag was actually altered in like solitary with like Black Lives Matter protests, including black to represent the diversity and brown to represent inclusivity. I like that. And light blue and pink to like include the pride colors of transgender. Okay, got it. So, so they're all the colors. There's like all these different versions, but traditionally, like right now, as you know it, it's like the six color flag. Got it. So Pride, like you said, is celebrated in June to coincide with the catalyst of the gay liberation movement that was the Stonewall Uprising. So I didn't know any of this. In the early morning hours of June 28th, 1969, police actually raided a popular gay bar in New York. Oh, I know about Stonewall this. The Stonewall Inn. yeah. And it was, like, the place at the time that everyone that was gay, like, had a great time. And police raided it because they wanted to break it up. But it, like, people fought back. And, yeah. like, there was extreme riots. And it just, it went on for days. And this Stonewall Inn actually was declared as a historic landmark by the city of New York in 2015. And now is named a national monument by Barack Obama in yeah. 2016. So it was basically, at that time, being gay was very— It was There's so much negativity. So much it was negativity. not accepted. But I think there was death or murder within that stone wall in rioting, right? People were killed. Oh, yeah. It yeah. was intense. It was like, I didn't get into all that. But basically, the riots happened. People fought back and the protests, and they made a decision that being gay— is now to be accepted. And obviously, it's taken forever and still and in the world. And still, there's so many people who don't accept it, which I struggle with because I just think if you're born a, a certain way or you decide you feel a certain way, like, you cannot change. Imagine having to change something that is so core about you. Like, I don't care that it's personally not for me. If someone was like, you cannot write. You are not allowed. Writing, creative writing is wrong. I think I literally might die. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it was so taboo. And I'm like, you do you. Everyone, you do you. I agree. You know, I grew up in LA, so I feel like it was always okay for Mm me. I'm still sometimes like, I don't want to say shocked, but like, I really think men are manly and whatever. But I, and so sometimes it like takes me aback when I see like two guys making out yeah. and it's not wrong or anything, but it's just, just it's, like it's you ingrained don't, in your head, you know? It's just how you were raised despite growing up around it. Like, 
Yeah. And that's okay too. I think it's, I don't think it's okay to be against anything so strongly without any real reason. But I also think it's okay for us to like people who maybe don't live that lifestyle. It takes a minute sometimes. Yeah. Like you're not against it, but it just, it's kind of surprising. But it's so, okay. So in real life, like I said, I sometimes get a little thrown off. And then I check myself, like, what am I doing? But today I'm going to talk about a campaign and I'm going to show you. And it actually changed my whole perception. And I was like, wow, this campaign is so freaking cool. Oh, good. Okay, I'm, I'm not going to start with it. Okay. But today I'm going to talk about some of the coolest pride campaigns to date. And let me tell you, there are hundreds and thousands. Because pretty much I feel like now, like the breast cancer thing, every brand uh-huh. and every is product it. is trying to jump on the bandwagon. So let me. it was really hard for me to actually pick which one I wanted to choose to talk about today. So I reached out to two of my friends who actually Justin? are Justin? No, I reached out to John Chad's brother, Jimmy. Okay. And Nick's brother, who also just got married. Oh, so cool. him and his husband awesome. sent me some. So this is a combination of ones that they gave me that really like touched their heart and ones that I found. Awesome. But real quick, I'm surprised you didn't reach out to Justin. He, I've reached out to him. Mr. Justin, I know you're famous, but you can respond to your friend. Yeah. Justin is that hairstylist to like Kristen Cavallari. He was in her show and he has his own show now, I think too, right? Mm-hmm. He's super sweet. And he actually did, did our hair. This is a whole other story. My hair turned orange before my wedding. Alexis was like, Justin, my BFF cannot get married with orange hair. And we flew out to LA and he treated us like celebrities. And we got our hair done by the guy who does Jennifer Aniston's hair. And I was like, this is amazing. Fancy. Anyways, continue. I wish we like had like a private jet and we could still just fly to Nashville and have him do our hair. That would be cool. I mean, someday. It's we're not even 40 yet, Alexis. Okay. We still have time. I'll put the juju out. Okay. Okay. So let's start with one brand that I personally was like enamored by their campaign. Mm -hmm. This was not one people referred to me. So H&M. I mean, you know H&M. They're an edgy brand that often appeals to LGBTQ. And they're edgy. They're always on top of like the latest trends. But this campaign was incredible. They created the coolest like immersive experience. So their campaign was called, it is called because it lives on, Beyond the Rainbow. And it's a global campaign that runs from June to September, and it covers all the different pride periods across the world. Okay. And it features a number of co-workers at H&M and other famous celebrities, which is so cool. Like, they tapped in to the people that work there and wanted to tell real stories. Yeah. The campaign aims to peel back the bright colors usually associated with pride and instead reveal the powerful stories of diversity behind the rainbow, which is pretty cool. Yeah. The campaign was created to inspire people to share their own stories in a way to create like an online pride parade. Okay. Oh, cool. So this is so cool. The fashion brand H&M produced so many cool videos to inspire individuals to share their own stories and support the core values of diversity, equality, transparency, which are like the heart of pride. Yeah. So Beyond the Rainbow was created. First of all, they did all these videos, which I'm going to show you. And then they created a web app and like an augmented reality experience that users could scan any rainbow flag across the nation and then like it would scan in and then pulls up an, an opportunity for you to create your own video of like your experience. Cool. It was 
awesome. And then you could use like Instagram filters over you. You could put the pride filter and then you could share it to social media. Uh So like they created all these user generated, extremely heartfelt videos. So let me play this one for you. Okay. The rainbow flag is a reminder of what to celebrate, but at the same time, it's not just that. It's our lives, you know? It's not to wave around as like, look, we're here. It's look what we fought for. Do treat pride as a party, but also remember how you got that right to party because it didn't come from nowhere. I love it. Isn't it cool? Really cool, yeah. It's like really touching. And so on top of all that, like, I mean, the photography was cool, right? Yeah. The black and white. It was the, shot, the they black shot and it. white, yeah. So they actually also donated $100,000 to the United Nations Free and Equal Campaign. Awesome. Which I love. I love it when brands actually put their money where their mouth is. I agree. It's interesting what I found is a lot of these companies, 100000 seems to be like their max that they donate. Which it's is weird, kind of I know, because they think it's big enough to get attention. It's not their max. They're just like, what's just enough? No offense, H&M, but that's what happens. What's just enough to make it seem like a big amount, but it's not like going to be too much. Yeah. They obviously have products in their store that they make money off of, but... I mean, they spent a lot of money on that augmented reality app and like the videos and like, I feel like the impact they made on society and this stuff and allowing people to like share their stories was well above and beyond. Yeah, the hundred money they spent. Yeah. Okay. So the next one is Lego and Lego actually didn't, they contribute money to different organizations, but this is so cool. They actually created the Everything is Awesome campaign, which we have yeah. used at Serendipit as a theme, yeah. which I love. But From I ne- the Lego movie. Yeah, but I never really knew the story behind it. No. So they actually produced this super cool Lego set that was designed as a monochromatic set with like all the colors in the flag. And when they created this, they hoped that people would be proud to build this display and like show it in their homes. So the designer that created this, he shares his story, which I want to show you this video too. And he just was like, which I could now, I just like imagine people at Lego, they just go build shit and like make cool creations and then sit at their desk. Like how fun. How amazing. So he created this cool product and he just built it for himself on his desk to like represent who he was. And he just, it was on his desk for a while, just like as a symbol of like him being proud of being gay. Mm -hmm. And, And then all of a sudden Lego was like, you know what? We want to jump in to create something for Pride because they'd always done this like user-generated content, like show us what creations you've done for Pride. Yeah. And so many people, I'll show you, create amazing things. But he was like, I've already created it. Like, let's reproduce this and sell this because I just made it to show, you know, a symbol of me being proud. He's like, but I would have like as a kid... I would have loved if someone, instead of like when I came out, instead of them shaming me and making me feel like shit, if they would have given me this Lego and said like, dude, I got your back. That makes, that like breaks my heart. I know. So they created it and now it is so awesome. I got to see it. Because Lego was so excited about using this guy who just created it, you know, as his own symbolism. Yeah. But they wanted to create this really to like show their culture because Lego is committed to building a more diverse and inclusive organization where everyone belongs to help us reach and inspire every child and grown-up in the world. We believe that Lego play is for everyone, no matter your race, your gender, or how you identify or who you love. Aw, I love it. Okay, so here's Let me see it. 
This set is called Everyone is Awesome and it's a very special set to us at the Lego Group because it's the first time we're launching a product that really celebrates diversity in our fan base and the LGBTQIA plus community. Obviously, growing up as an LGBTQ plus kid myself, um, I did have my own struggles growing up. There was a little bit of teasing and bullying from other kids, but I think one of the things that that kind of affected me quite a lot was um, some of the adults around me were really kind of trying to push me to be what I, I wasn't in a, in a way. Kids are so much more accepting of each other and everybody else's differences. And I think that's one of the things that I think we can all learn from kids is just go out there, have fun, be open to everybody. And um, the world would be a much more happier, inclusive and loving place. That's so cool. His story is so moving. I know. It's awesome. Hence the name. Everyone is awesome. I know. And he, so that said is everyone is awesome. And it ties into the everything is awesome from the Lego movie. I I love it. So cool. Okay. So the next one is Skittles. So I don't know if you've seen Skittles during Pride Month, but they actually remove the colors from their packaging. What? Yeah. So they created this colorless packaging and gray candies to draw attention to the rainbow symbolizing the LGBT community. That's perfect because they're always the rainbow brand. They're Taste the Rainbow. And then taking the color away is a shock and awe moment and it makes you pay attention. Yeah. And and so they've actually partnered with Glad and they donate a dollar per pack purchased of Skittles. I've never seen the white pack. Is that new this year? They've done it three years in a row. Oh my gosh. I'm going to look for it. And it's like all over. Yeah. Huh. Okay. So again, to my friends, they said Skittles and they said like when they buy that pack, it just makes them feel awesome and they're so proud of oh it. Oh my so. gosh. I love that. Okay. Another one, which there's a ton. This one was really hard because there are a ton of alcohol brands that do something around pride yeah. and have made incredibly gorgeous bottles. But the first was really Absolute. Oh. And I don't know if, maybe I should cover Absolute before. I know we talked about it during the gin episode, but Absolute, when they first started to create their company, they were like, we don't want to just create an alcohol brand. We want to create a fashion brand. So they like imagined all their flavors and bottles like as if they were like fashion. So this one is so freaking cool. It was actually designed by Gilbert Baker, who was the actual the first designer of the rainbow flag. Oh, wow. That bottle is gorgeous. Isn't it so pretty? It is like, it's all the rainbow, one, two, three, four, six colors, all the six colors of the current flag, right? Yep. On the bottle horizontally, it's beautiful. And so it's funny because Jimmy was texting me and he's like, I mean, this is a, first of all, this is my Zoom background. Second of all, he's like, this is a permanent staple on my bar cart. I mean, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. I mean, it, if I drink vodka, I would have that bottle. Which is so cool because it's not, I mean, it's like paint strokes. So it looks really like organic yeah. and like funky. Yeah. I think it's so cool. Kind of brings me back to my days in college when I'd put the alcohol bottles on the top oh of my, my thing with glow sticks. So cheesy. Everyone that would be that. a good glow stick one. That would be amazing. <laughs> How much, or do they sell that all year round? No, just during the Pride Month. Awesome. Yeah. And so they've created a couple different ones, but this one... In 2018, they decided to like make it a permanent bottle and member of this of the Absolute family, yeah. but it's only really released during Pride Month. Got it. And it's a symbol and celebration of our long and strong support for the LGBTQ plus community. I love it. 
I mean, I think it's gorgeous. Okay, so here's another one that I was totally moved by. And I didn't even know this brand, but when I was just Googling different campaigns, this one just stood out. So this is the one that I said, it kind of just changed my thought process of that odd feeling of when I see two men kiss. your initial shock, yeah. Yeah, so it's called Mercado Libre. And Mercado Libre is a Latin American e-commerce giant. Oh, never heard of it. Yeah. So their campaign was called Iconic Kisses. So as you know, pop culture plays a major role in determining like how we perceive relationships, yes, right? Yes, absolutely. So we all know like LGBTQ community has seen, they've been in pop culture kissing, like it's intertwined, but it's not really It's never like the main, main story. Actually, just real quick note on that. This year was the first year that I remember, and I could be wrong, during Chris- the Christmas holiday season, I watch all the movies. Netflix, for sure, maybe Hulu, I don't think Hallmark, but I could be wrong. They all had a couple main character, gay-focused Christmas love story movies. Oh, that's awesome. It was the first time I've ever seen them. But like, if you think about it, like the iconic kissing scenes of like the notebook. I mean, it's all male-female. Male-female, right? Mm -hmm. So they recreated this in the coolest way. So I'm going to play the campaign video for you first, but then I'll show you some of the pictures. Okay. Woke up to the morning sky first. That is so It kind of gives moving. you the chills, right? And it, so it's the video, it's a compilation, like you said, of all of these iconic recreated movie scenes from like Notebook, Matchpoint, Game of Thrones. I mean, it just goes on and on. But it's and all on. lesbian couples, gay couples, transgender couples, like in the same moments. And the end says, kiss, prejudice, goodbye. Yeah. Wow. And I wanted to was show. that an ad they ran? Did was that like a commercial, or did they just use that on social? No, they did a commercial, and then they did a bunch of bus ads. Oh my god! With the actual bus shelters, look at the bus shelters, kiss, look. prejudice, goodbye, and then it has the iconic kisses, kisses. Oh my like gosh! That, they nailed that. I'm surprised. It's all in English. Yeah, because I mean, you said I feel a, like a lot of people in Latin America speak English. They, I know that, but like, I guess it's weird if they were only advertising that in. Latin America. I don't know, but okay. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. That's a really cool campaign. Yeah. And that's what year did they do that? This was done last year, 2021. Wow. So awesome. And I think it's cool because they also did it during, you know, that was kind of the end of COVID, but like they just wanted to show like love and like a strong affection for one another and like admiration and like the tenderness that's like felt by lovers and they captured it so well. And it's like, it's not a turn off. It's no. so, it's really cool. Yeah. Maybe. And the music was kind of perfect in the background too. Oh, Whatever song perfect. that was, it was really good. So I think they nailed it. Yeah. Okay. So there are hundreds more, Melissa, but I'm sure. I can't cover them all. <gasps> I know. So I think we might need to do a part two. Yeah. And have you do them. Because I like went down a rabbit hole and I'm like, I made a list and And we would be talking forever. I love it. Totally. I'm so in for a part two. This was so cool. I guess I knew all these brands get on board, but like I didn't realize how much they do. Like 
I certainly didn't realize brands like Lego. I don't know. I just didn't think about it. I know. Either did I. I mean, I go into Target and you see all these pride shirts and things like that. But like, I love how the brands, like, I mean, this Mercado Libre, I mean, they took a full stance. They did their whole campaign around this. Like, so amazing. So amazing. And I mean, that's high production. That oh my commercial gosh, that was like not cheap. A movie. And yeah. it was long. I know. So I loved it. So let me just tell you some of my sources. Obviously, Ad Week was amazing. The creativestudio.com, the best and the worst of Pride campaigns, was awesome. Muse had a great article on the Mercado Libre. They show, they really like break down each of the different ads and what they meant. Also, Wikipedia, just talking about like the history of Pride. And I just had so much fun with this. And I love that I was able to reach out to my some of my friends that like yeah. what really touched them. Who like live this life every day. Yeah. You know, I think it's awesome. Well, thank you, Alexis. And I can't wait to do part two. Now I'm inspired. Thank you for listening. And we hope you'll come back next week for another great story. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Will It Stick Podcast. We always love a nice little five-star review on Apple Podcasts. You can also leave us a review on, or a, a rate us on Spotify at least. And you can see all of our source materials at willitstickpodcast.com. See you next week. Bye. Bye.